I'm Lisa Gorton, Poetry Editor. Welcome to ABR's Poem of the Week. This week we're delighted to be featuring John Kinsella, reading and speaking about his poem, A Spiral, after Blake's roughly sketched figures ascend the stairways of paradise. John Kinsella is the author of over 40 books. He's a fellow of Churchill College, Cambridge University, and Professor of Literature and Sustainability at Curtin University. In 2007, he received the Fellowship of Australian Writers' Christopher Brennan Award for Lifetime Achievement in Poetry. In 2013, he was awarded the Australian Prime Minister's Literary Award for Poetry. His most recent selection is called Drowning in Wheat and came out this year from Picaro Poetry. Here's John Kinsella reading A Spiral After Blake's Roughly Sketched Figures Ascend the Stairways of Paradise. Poem by John Kinsella A Spiral After Blake's Roughly Sketched Figures Ascend the Stairways of Paradise. Paradise, Canto 10, lines 72 to 87. Crellers over the cross towers make the dry a whirlpool sent down to take the patient higher. There's light in perfectly bent wings and the catch of the beaks is litany. All hush shed and spent as reflections, refraction, dispersal over the dry, the brittle, the aromatics of olive leaves and eucalyptus and stubble. As pilgrims hope to catch the wave of a spiral, to elevate with its sweep across faint sketches in the dirt, save memories and prayers, the leaps of faith they've held their lives together with, the glimmers, the steep learning curves of birth and loss. They can't hear themselves speak as the Corellas call out the gloss, the glare, the substance of light. Some say there's a noise, but they miss the translation, peace of night. This poem um, is part of a series of poems um, based on William Blake's illustrations to Dante's um, comedy, Divine Comedy. Um, Blake never finished this project. Uh, that was the case with various Blake projects. Uh, he illustrated, I think from memory, about a hundred uh, cantos, um, mainly from the Inferno, um, some from Purgatory and very few from Paradise. I wrote a book um, called Divine Comedy Journeys Through a Regional Geography some years ago, and it is a take, um, a distraction, I call it, on Dante's comedy. It goes in very strange and divergent directions and basically is um, an up-close examination of a five-acre block in um, Wheatbelt, Western Australia. Of life that goes on there, a very close observations of uh, natural life, but also the implications um, of the outer world as it impinges on that place and as um, that place dialogues with the outer world. Um, this second set of Dante-related poems I've been planning now for, well, probably six years. Um, I had a few false starts, and in the last or I suppose eight or nine months, I've managed to work out exactly what I want to do with them. And this is one of those poems. 
This also relates to another series of poems I'm working on relating to spirals. Um, I'm very interested in the spiral from a mathematical point of view and also um, a visual and poetic point of view, obviously. And I'm doing a residency at the uh, Isaac Newton Institute for Mathematics in Cambridge on spirals and their relationship to poetry and how one can write a poetry with the consciousness of the spiral. That's a long story I won't go into, but that crosses over um, with this poem, which is a visualisation of um, Wheat Belt, Western Australia. Um, it's the cross towers mentioned um, and the uh, various other allusions to the physical world are about everything from literally telegraph poles, power poles, uh, fences, um, churches themselves, um, and many other kind of um, the paraphernalia, if you like, of uh, habitation in the wheat belt. And that has a colonial implication as well, and a colonising implication. And the poem sets itself up in a kind of quasi-religious light. Um, it's not a religious poem, it's a poem about spirituality and connecting very disparate things, smells, sights, sounds, and bringing them together into um, a consolidated form. The poem is a consolidating form. That doesn't mean it tries to make something still and fixed. In fact, I think it's totally fluid and mobile and always changing. Um, but it's about how we, we try and find something more out of what we see than you know, we can measure. So, you know, I suppose in that sense, like a lot of Blake's work, um, it's a poem that's reaching for more. This is set in Paradise. In my Divine Comedy, um, Genius for Regional Geography, my Paradise um, was not a paradise at all, very far from it, and nor is this. Um, it's an ironic paradise because it's such a damaged place. But there is still beauty to be found there um, and peace to be found there. If you look and if you work at it and if you're conscious of the implications of um, you know, what's happened to the land, what's been done, what's been taken and from whom it's being taken. Oh, I should say technically one other thing. It's written in three line stanzas. Um, and for those of you who are interested in such things, it's an approximation of Terza Rima. The form Dante wrote his um, Divine Comedy in, but it takes liberties. Uh, it, like with a lot of what I do, it takes a form and plays with it and varies it and uses aspects of it. And this has a politics attached to it because one's writing in a place far removed from the senses of European civilization and the decay of that civilization. Um, not now, but always. Civilization is always decaying. It's an omnipresent thing and. The tensions in Dante's time and the frictions that he lived with in exile and so on were about decay as well. This, this obsessive desire for so-called civilizations um, to constantly renew themselves. So I try and play with form and undo that because, you know, civilizing can be so-called civilizing can be extremely damaging, and um, I'm more interested in um, so the, the inherent values of life itself and um, preservation, conservation and respect.